Hello, people. Welcome to Slick Talk Show. I'm your host, Rachel, and today we talk about football. Okay, people. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today, I'm back home now in Scotland, okay? I'm going to be talking about, you know, uh, Scottish League here, or Scottish football, whatever you want to call that. Now, let me just start with this, okay? Um, I mean, since April, I think March, I'll probably say, we, we all know what's going on right now in the world, you know, with this pandemic, you know, we all trying to live through that pandemic um there's so much going on you know and by the way you know the first minister obviously here in scotland came up with a couple of new restrictions and i think will apply mostly for restaurant and pubs you know closing around you know six o'clock you know starting on friday but you know in meantime so you see you know this slick talk show we talk about sports so i need to go back and talk about a little bit of sports so you know uh, the Scottish, obviously, the Scottish Professional Football League, um, it, it will be sanctioning two teams. You know, one of them is Kilmarnock, um, because obviously they forfeited the game against Falkirk. At the end of that, you no know, Falkirk now has been awarded a three-nil victory because you know Kilmarnock um, uh, breached obviously the COVID protocol. You know, I think they have something about six player, you know, testing positive at the moment. So that's the reason why you know they had to forfeit the game, and now Falkirk. It's been awarded training victory now it's been also reported that you know 4-4 athletic also forfeited the league cup game against dundee so dundee has been awarded a training victory after um after one player um, tested positive on covid 19 now i thought that was good to, i thought that would be something i had to address today yeah, i'm living in edinburgh i'm living in scotland so you know um it's, it's always an issue not an issue but it's always something Something like that is worth talking about, you know. Obviously, I had a few phone calls, you know, from friends saying, "Oh, you know, maybe that's something that you know would be best, you know, to put out there." And, and, and I don't mind. I don't mind talking about that. Um, I always get backlash. I need to start with. That. I always get backlash with some of my friends or um, friends, you know, obviously living here in Scotland because I'm very harsh with uh, with with the Scottish league and and also how some Scottish league club are run here in Scotland, and sometimes rightly so but sometimes i have to say i have a point sometimes i do have a point you know one thing i talk about you know every time i talk about football and and especially on that industry i always say to people you need to understand the type of industry uh you're living with you know i mean i'm talking about football right now you know if you want to play football or at that level especially at a professional level i always say this i don't care what people say i always say this you need to have the money you need to bring some investment you need to find sponsor you need to be able to have and i'm talking specially about professional level i'm not talking about grassroots at any level not at all i'm talking about professional level if you want to have a team you want to pay player you want to be out there you want to travel you want to go out there play champions league play europa league you need to bring some sort of level of investment because that's the work this is how football work you know, I mean, people, you want to be on TV, uh, you want people to come and watch you, you know, uh, you want to get, you know, the stadium full every Saturday, Sunday, you know, you need to put some good product out there and to have that good product out there, it come down to what? It come down to, yes, it come down to uh, having some, you know, uh, football academy, but also come down to money. It's always down to money. If you do not bring the best talent, you know, in your club, you know you're not going to be successful you know you can produce whatever you need to produce in-house but at the same time you need to mix it up with 
talent from elsewhere and I always come down to money. Now, I need to talk about what's happening right now because, you know, you know as far as we know, we all know, you know, the challenges that goes on, you know, when we come to when we talk about COVID-19. There's a lot of challenge everywhere. But we all knew exactly, you know, we, we let's just say we all found out about those challenges since, what was that, since March, April. So, and we were giving like just about three, four months lockdown. So my expectation, obviously, my expectation, obviously, for most of those clubs, not just here, but just around the world is, you know, this was the time for them to figure out how to get ready once the lockdown was up. You know, once everything was released, everybody, I'm talking about everybody, should have been ready. And knowing that, okay, we're going to get some challenge, but we're going to have to get through that. I've been talking, you know, I've been talking to friends of mine, you know, about the COVID-19, you know, how some company at the moment are, are thriving through, you know, COVID-19, where some other company are sitting back and waiting for, you know, obviously for, the, you know, for, you know, for the pandemic to slow down. But what's happening right now, we all know this thing. Is going to be there. It's going to be here for a while. So we all have to adjust. We all have to live through that. We all have to figure out what type of protocol or COVID protocol that you need to go through. Everybody's going through that. Everybody's going through those type of protocol. Whether you work at Tesco or Morrison or working outside as a cleaner or in an office, everybody every single company should have some covid protocol that goes on at the moment and every everybody should follow that if you follow that protocol and i don't i'm not saying i'm not saying it's one and done basically you know you you'll have to adjust every day because you don't know you know a small shot you know people are doing tests every day you know there's more and more tests you know but at the same time you know the more you get that, you know, the more you, you see stuff out there, the more you, you're getting a lot bit more gov uh, government guidance, the more we add into our COVID protocol. Now, the reason why I need to put it down to football right now is, you know, I believe that, you know, the Scottish Professional Football League, you know, obviously, you know, um, at the back, you know, from the government guidance provided everything I had possible in terms in terms of COVID protocol of what need to be done for each and every one team. For me, I think that's a good decision. I mean I'm happy with you know uh, Scottish Professional Football League obviously uh, sanctioning those two teams. I mean talking about Kilmanock and, and 4 4 Athletic because you have to put yourself in a position where you know you you have to go through the testing you have to go through the protocol if you're not then yeah you have to be sanctioned and at the same time yeah you forfeit your game you know you lose whatever you need to lose and then we just move on if you don't have if you have enough player you know at the youth level go and pick them up and bring them you know whatever you need to do i don't know uh if they have if if they have been signed or registered you know to play let them play let put them out there but um this is this is over people you know we're not gonna wait people you know to get in line with what goes on right now everybody have to be in line with the covid protocol you know to get things moving it, it, this is just simple and i will say this you know that uh, on a slick talk show i'm gonna say you know people always call me and tell me oh rich you know you're talking nonsense you know you don't know what you're talking about you know this is scottish league this is how we do things here i get that you know some I'm, I'm not i'm not i'm not burning you know i mean sometimes i might be saying stuff that maybe 
you know, maybe I need some more information out there. I don't, yeah, maybe I don't. But at the same time, you know, there's a report out there of what goes on. But it's all down to what is do- it's do- it's down to what is down to those clubs. They're down to those clubs to put some some stuff in place. To put some, uh, as you call that, to put some control in place to make sure those players, you know, abide into rule, abide into protection rule. They need to know exactly the job they're going through. They need to understand that if one of them tests positive, you know, you've got 27. I don't know the squad level now. 11 or 27 will have to be put, you know, in quarantine. And what that means is if there's a game, that's it. It's over. It's over. You know, you can't, uh, uh, you can't play the game. And you lose games and you might lose money. And it's just a mess completely. So, you know, for two teams, you know, in the space of a few days, you know, um, you know, um, putting themselves forfeiting games and stuff like that. I think it's a complete mess. I can clearly see right now the Scottish Professional Football League sending another memo basically to all clubs to abide to the rule and follow the COVID protocol because this is how that's going to be now. We're not going to wait. You lose, I mean, if you have three, four, five player, like six player, for example, Kilmarnock, six player takes in positive it's down to you. It's down to your club how you control your player. They need to understand what's going on at the moment. They need to understand what's going on at the moment. So they have to put themselves in a position where they do not contract that or, you know, go through more testing. Now, honestly, tech show, I'm going to tell you that. I always say things, but I always bring some solution. And this is what I believe should be done, you know, to make sure things like that does not happen. Because let me tell you something, people. You know, when you have two teams like that in the space of a few days, you know, you know, a forfeiting game, I'll tell you this. What I mean is there's more out there. I don't know. But I will not be surprised to see, you know, many more teams coming out and saying that, look, they can't go and play because there's a couple of more players testing positive. That's exactly what that means here. So there's going to be more coming up. And this is very embarrassing. This will be very embarrassing. I always say that. I always say that. This is very embarrassing. You have to look after repair. You have to put some control in place to get them, you know, to get them ready for those games. And again, we all going through the same thing. Okay, maybe not the same thing, just like football player. I get that. But at the same time, you know, they put stuff out there. I believe the Scottish Professional Football League and the government put some stuff out there for the player to follow those rules so that they can get ready before games. Now, if they're not following those rules, yes, they should be punished. And they should be punished severely so they understand how, you know, how important things are. Because right now, it's not really only about player, right? Because not only that, you need to take care of yourself but also you have to take care you know you have to think about everybody else you know that's everybody else paycheck that being touched on here you know what i mean you know we're not having funds going in so what that means is you no know, the club right now they're not getting any money they're not getting any money and those players need to understand that they need to understand you know the situation you know most club right here in scotland are living in we, first thing first, you know, here in Scotland, we don't have the money that, you know, the Premier League club have in England. We just don't have that. So anything that they can do to help out, at least by following those COVID protocols will help. You know, you can't have teams now. You cannot have teams, you know, uh, winning just because, you know, the game was forfeit. You just can't have that because one or two, three players are not following the rules. You just can't have that. 
I just hope, obviously, after the investigation, because I believe the Scottish Professional Football League are going through an investigation now to figure out how that outbreak came out, you know, especially for Kilmanock, uh, Kilmanock team. You know, with six players, that's a lot. I mean, that, that, that that's not good. Obviously, we've got 4-4 four, four Athletic right now. One player uh, takes him positive. You still need to figure out why. Because what happened, and again, it's not really about one player. Because think about that. You test positive, and then you get in touch, obviously. If you're close to any other member of your squad, they all are going for quarantine. That's the, that's, that's the issue. And I think, I believe that some of these players maybe do not understand the gravity of that. But I think right now they can clearly see what's happening. They can see what's happening. I mean, you know, the, 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 S, you know, the, the, um, the Scottish FA and also the Scottish Professional Football League, you know, send a memo, obviously, to the Celtic, the Aberdeen Rangers, just to remind them how, how tough, you know, the UFA is, you know, when it comes to that. They will not mess about. Do you, I mean... In Europe, I'm talking about the Champions League or Europe, or Europa League. They do not mess about over there. You have one player testing positive, you out, you out, and we know exactly what that means. If you're out of the competition, what that means is you lose money. You lose money. You lose money for your club because think about that. There is no, there is no fans going to clubs. You know, going to the stand right now. So clubs. All they need right now, they need everybody right now to follow the guideline, to follow the COVID protocol and control and anything like that. I get that. I understand what's going on right now. I mean, I tell you this, people. You know, for anybody out there, obviously, I talk mostly sometimes about NBA and NFL. I'll give you an example. For example, in NBA right now, they're playing on the bubble. What I mean is they've got... Like, I just about, you know, right now, okay, they've got about, you know, just two teams left basically on the bubble in Orlando, where everybody's inside that bubble. They all play the games there, you know, nobody goes out, nobody goes in, you know, and they get tested almost every day because, and because they're inside that building there, you know, pretty much everybody's safe, you know, nobody will get that. Now, I understand that, you know, when we talk about football, it's difficult to have that. But my thinking or my solution is maybe a week or a couple of days before games and stuff, you need to get all those players in one place and one place only. We can't have, we cannot have player going back to the family and then coming back, you know, for the game like just say, you know, for the next day or two days after. No, you need to get those players three or four days together in one place. You have to. You know, get them inside in the bubble, you know, take them to the place where they're supposed to play. And then you can then release them and take them back again three days before that. I think that's what you should do. Now, I was looking at the COVID protocol. For example, for the lower league, you know, the requirement here is to test a day before, you know, before the premier, before playing, before, prior to any game. So on the lower league side, they have to do the test the day before. Right, but then on the Scottish Premier League one, they have to carry out tests for no more than seven days, and they have to confirm the result with the opponent and the Scottish FA twenty four hours in advance. So I'm looking, I'm looking at those two, those two, um, I mean those two COVID protocol there coming from lower lower clubs and the Scottish Premier League, and I think you can clearly see uh, there's discrepancy here because I believe that the, the test should be done either way, the same way. They should have exactly the same protocol. I don't get why the lower club are required to test just a day, you know, prior 
prior to a game against a premiership side it doesn't make sense because on the lower club they usually meet against the scottish premier league clubs you know when we come to talking about cup games for example you know four for athletics you know play now against dundee you know what i mean so you have to be able i mean i'm thinking about the covid the covid protocol has to be exactly the same for all clubs i'm talking mostly about professional club you know what i mean they need that need to be the same and that is clear for everybody it has to be. now the issue that some clubs are and i understand that is the testing you know the result and all that you know there's a lot of admin work that goes on there but i believe that you know the scottish professional football league and the government are working together to make it easier for most most of those clubs and i guess you know that's the work that's being done It's hard but at the same times you know is everybody's responsibility to make sure they do not breach covid protocol that's just simple this is simple you cannot we can't right now the government can only do what it can right you know the scottish professional footballer can do what he can but most of the clubs and each and individual player have the responsibility to make sure they understand the control and the covid protocol that goes on because you test positive and you've been in touch with all the players they're all gonna quarantine it doesn't matter if they all test negative after it doesn't really matter you test positive you know and then you get engaged obviously with everybody else there they all really they're all going to be quarantined at least for 10 or 14 days that's the bottom line and what happened you lose money you can't pay you forfeit the game and it's over it's over and i'm telling you some clubs i'm telling you right now you know most team right now they need everybody to be in line you know they, they need that i think the club right now they need that you know they don't need right now they don't have fans coming over coming to the stand to pay the money so at least they need they want to see each and every one player ready to go and play the game and that's the issue now i'm gonna come up with a couple of solution people and you guys can come back to me whatever you want to say you know just to tell me if what i'm saying is nonsense or you know is actually real now my first thing i believe is they should create a mini bubble for those players right they need to have a mini bubble for those players what i mean i say that two minutes ago just get those players three days before get them together make sure they don't go back to the family you know three days before get them together somewhere in a hotel you know do the testing that you need to do whatever you need to do and get them ready for the game you know you will test them you make sure that you know all the results get negative and i'm sure everything will be ready you know they'll be ready to go and play the game so that's one thing now the next thing I believe that they should do. I believe that the Scottish Professional Football League should open more. I mean, I, what I mean by that is they should expand registration of players. What I mean about that, yes, if they have 27 players signed, they should maybe expand that registration and let some of the youth players to get in. If, let's just say, if we have an outbreak, then they can field some young player to those teams. I believe that's what it should do. They be, I believe that's what it should do. Because let me tell you something, people. If they don't have the money to, you know, if they don't have the money to put in place those bubble for player, you letting the player going back to the family and friends and all that. I mean, those guys might be following the rules. Those guys might be going home, you know, staying at home, do whatever they need to do. But might be maybe somebody somebody else coming over to see them. Maybe the family. Maybe the kids. We don't know. 
You just don't know. That thing is flying around. So you have to think about that. You have to think about that. Now, that's why I believe that if they pick that up, just open, you know, you have to expand that registration and let the youth, you know, um, the club, the youth team, you know, basically get some player from the youth side to get there and replace some of the senior player if they can't get there because, they, you know, they tested positive. That's two. Number three, I think the Scottish prof uh, Professional Football League should appoint what we call COVID officer for each and every one team. You know, somebody to oversee what's going on over there. You know, somebody to understand what's going on on each club and provide an update on a day-to-day -day basis to Scottish Professional Football League. That's exactly what we need. Because at the moment, you know, some teams are maybe following the rules. Some teams are maybe following the COVID protocol. And I bet you some teams are just not following what they're supposed to do. I'm not just talking outside. I'm talking inside the building as well. All that need to be overseen by the Scottish Professional Football League. Now, the issue, people is going to come out and say, oh, Richard, who's going to pay all those people? I don't think those people need to get paid. I just don't think so. You know, most teams, especially, there's so many fans out there. You can pick somebody who's willing to do that job for free. I mean, let's think about that. I mean, to be honest, people, this job, for example, is a temporary job. It's not difficult. All you need to all you need to have, you need to have a guy, you need to have a proper, you know, a procedure, um, more or less like a checklist, and you have a COVID officer just to go in and out every day or maybe twice a day, twice a week, you know, just to figure out if each and every one team follow the COVID protocol. That's easy. I mean, it's not too hard. And then they will have to provide, you know, the feedback, you know, to the Scottish Professional Football League. I mean, they might get into the payroll from the Scottish Professional League, you know, who knows? Or they might share that, you know, salary between the Scottish Professional League and those clubs, you know, that can go hand in hand. But again, this would be just be temporary because we understand that, you know, we believe that at some point, you know, in X, I don't know, who knows, but we believe that at some point we should have the vaccine out there for everybody to go back to, to the normal life. So those are the solutions I believe will help, obviously, the Scottish League. And not, not just the Scottish League, maybe also English League to make sure we do not get game cancelled or game, you know, or teams forfeiting the game because, you know, they have a couple of positive cases. So because, let me tell you something, this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing, not only for the club, you know, but also for the whole federation and also for the country. You know, you have to be in control of what's going on. This is, this is, what's going on right now, we all going through that. We all going through that. Again, I mentioned about that, you know, today again, you know, uh, the first minister came on TV and she's giving some more restriction because of the outbreak that goes on and special fact that we get into um, uh, to the festive period and this is these are difficult times, but we have to move on. We have to keep going, but, and also, you know, you, you, those club, most club, they have to understand that. Look, if you're not ready, if you don't follow the control in place, you will be left behind, and everybody will go forward. Okay, people, thank you very much for listening to this talk show. Uh, stay tuned, and uh, I speak to you again tomorrow. Good night.